0: we're tech adjacent tech adjacent mac fans guys Mm. we're not a podcast if we don't talk about the apple event you realize that
1: i mean i think we'd still technically be a podcast but point taken
2: not a tech adjacent one no adjacent Jason. tech adjacent, tech, whatever. Tech Jason,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So should we just knock that off and then we can get to the real stuff? Sure. What do you got? Okay. Well, seeing as I created the thing on the freeform, I'll lead off. You've you've been the one in in in
1: crisis for for weeks. Of have been in crisis. Just the the everyone just harassing you, pushing you into a, into the gutter, and like spitting on you and and like. Just leaving th-
0: hurtful notes on your windshield. There's a lot of hate for the iPhone 13 Mini in in WA, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just get slammed.
2: Not in this household. Yeah, it's in a shrine with glowing little Jesus lights
1: around it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the like how they when they did the first iPhone, and it was in that tube on the little spinny mm. like stick. That's yeah. that's where Martin keeps his phone every night.
2: That's what I have on my bedside table. Yep.
1: <laughs> with with like 40,000 lumens of light shining out. <laughs> this is why he doesn't sleep yeah, the well. The
2: nightstand for US listeners is more like one of those, uh, what's the type of, I've forgotten the word, the tubes that you see in Futurama or futuristic supermarkets or something. Mm, yep. Pneumatic, that's it, pneumatic tubes. Those
1: are so cool. How cool would that be to have that in your house? I feel like if I was building a house today, I would put those in mm. just to send
0: stuff around. Poof. It just yeah. goes. Yeah, that'd be brilliant.
1: I think that'd be fun.
2: Well, anyway, that's what my 13 mini goes in.
0: Oh, perfect. So, Apple event, I thought, I better watch it, see what they're going to come out with. Is there something that will maybe replace the 13 mini in my life so I can stop getting abused by random people? Yeah. i got to say, the Apple event, it was boring. I watched it, sort of. I had it on my iPhone while I was doing other things, so I was sort of multitasking. And I got to the bit... Just before the iPhone Pro announcement, and I stopped it because I couldn't handle it anymore. I was just, "I'm sick of this. It's boring." <laughs> so I didn't watch the bit about the iPhone Pro, which <laughs> mm. um, is a little odd. You know, they, they, it was it was death by video. I felt that keynote just too many skits and little bits and pieces and i just couldn't get into it and the audio mix was terrible i think that was just you coming through on a 13 mini i have had it corroborated by one other person that the audio mix is weird so you you'd have to turn up to hear their voices what were you watching it on a 13 mini no but where what was
1: the source was it youtube was
0: it Oh, no, no it was the apple oh, okay. like the apple website or apple tv apple tv yeah. app yeah yeah um huh. but i think it seems like it was probably the mix, so they, it was probably mixed in stereo not stereo. what do they call the one more better than stereo surround like atmos or something atmos yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, so whenever the whenever the the beats came on in the transitions, it was like, bah! and then you'd go to a talking guy and you couldn't hear them you'd have to turn it up, and then you'd forget that you'd turned it up, and then they'd transition again, and it'd be like. Bah! So I got to the end of the event and I decided it looks like the 13 Mini, despite all the abuse I have hurled my way, is going to survive another year because there was – it was incremental. It was like, yeah, it's fine. It's it's great. Like, good improvements. I'm not knocking them. But there was nothing that made me think, am I going to get a massive difference in my life from upgrading from my Mini to a newer phone or a bigger phone?
2: I'm a little bit confused, if I can interrupt you. Sorry. I'm not in the business of saying, go and buy a new phone, cause yourself expense. Let's be sustainable. Like if you like your phone, just keep it. But in previous recordings, you've said that you are so annoyed <laughs> about your Mini and that people have come to essentially loathe you on the street because you're some pleb with a tiny phone and gigantic hands. Physical
1: attacks.
0: Yeah. And
2: it's, you've said it's incremental, but isn't it a massive jump for you from the 13 Mini if it's what you want?
0: Well, it's true, Martin. Isn't it actually
2: a really big upgrade <laughs> it is. for you personally?
0: <laughs> it's true, Martin. But you're also you're running up against my other issue, and that's spending money. You know I hate spending money. But do a trade-in. Well. So it goes back into the whole recycling mix, and you save some money. Well, funny you should mention that, Martin. <laughs> because yesterday, still after not having watched the iPhone Pro video, nor having looked at the iPhone Pro website, I ordered an iPhone Pro.
1: Well, there you go. Well, that was easy.
0: And after I ordered the iPhone Pro, I went and watched the video about it and looked at the website about it and was like, "Ah, that's a nice phone. I'm pretty excited about this.
2: And then you got angry because you saw it was USB-C and you didn't know it was coming.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one I knew. I think he was probably more angry about the exchange rate. Ooh, yeah. Mm. That exchange that rate's not brutal. great. <laughs> I saw the price and was like, wow, that is...
2: It was like 1930s Germany. He had to roll up to the apple store with a trolley full
1: of notes. Yeah, it, very it much was, like it, that. It, it was definitely worse than I know. In previous years, you've sent me like the price in Australian dollars, and I was always yeah. like, "Oh wow, that's a lot." But I felt like it was like double this year <laughs> compared to like, like just doing like USD to AUD. Just I mean, I know yeah. it's whatever, whatever. But like when you just see numbers to
0: numbers, it's like, holy crap! <laughs> that
1: is I like know quite it's, the jump. <laughs>
0: And, and that was kind of like, I was like, I'm just going to do it because who knows how long like the wait, because I was like, I could just wait. But then I thought my trading value on my iPhone mini is just going to deteriorate. And what's the point of hanging around? Um, it, ultimately, I will probably get a new phone. So I might as well just get it for as long as possible. So that's the, the mindset I went in with. Good news though. After doing all the transactions and spe- you know spending the money, I fired up my spreadsheet and I oh. just did a bit of quick analysis. I'm not sure if you guys are interested. Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Why else are we here? Yeah. Okay. So looking back through a his- few, little bit of a history of my phones, not all the way back, but starting at the iPhone 8 Plus. I'm going to regret this. I can already tell. Go ahead. Okay. That cost me eight dollars seventy nine a week. Oh God. Just hearing you say that, I don't. Something about the
1: blah 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 a week. I don't know what it is about that, but it just feels <laughs> like someone is stabbing me in the head with with a letter opener. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm very interested. Go on. This is factoring in both the amount I paid for it and then the resale value I got for it at the other end. So you know that's it's it's utilizing all that those data points. I had mm-hmm. it for 61 weeks. Then I had the iPhone 10R XR, XR. I can't remember what what we called it. 10R. 10R. I had that for 63 weeks. Hmm. Yeah, 63 weeks at just $1.90 a week. That was a cheap phone. Wow, that was. The iPhone 13 mini. Okay, I'm presuming that I'm going to dispose of this when the new I've, I've preset a disposal date for it. That works out at just actually $2.76 per week, which actually makes it a pretty good deal. How many weeks was this, 62? No, this is amazing. Jason, I had that for 108 weeks. Wow. You heard it here first. That's two years. That, yes. <laughs> the others only made it just over a year. Yeah. The iPhone wow. 13 mini, and it still has plenty of life in it. It's going to be recycled and sent back or whatever they do with them. I hope it will go to a second life somewhere. God bless you, iPhone 13 mini. A cheap, affordable phone for the masses that's no longer sold.
2: Can I ask you a favor, Andrew? Sure. I don't know if it's something for the Hemispheric Views blog. On our website mm. or something for oh, no. your own blog. Oh. But can we actually have some sort of written piece oh, for you no. that details all of this in a table so
0: that oh, listeners can scroll through mm. and look at their no. own leisure? That's a great idea. Because uh, like, I created this list using a filter in numbers from my, my broader <clears throat> data set. So, yeah, I yeah. can absolutely write a blog post, make a markdown table. Mm. Something lovely. Because
2: I feel like there are people out there in the listenership who are way more enthusiastic about this than Jason is. I can tell from the pain on his face right now. It's like he's been struggling to go to the toilet for about three hours. That's how visibly, Mm. uncomfortably he's about this. But there are people out there who I reckon will love it.
0: Well, I've got one bit of good news that might pep Jason up. Okay. Give it to me. The spreadsheet line for the iPhone 15 Pro Mm -hmm. in natural titanium, of course. Okay. So- I don't currently own it and it's coming ostensibly the 18th of October. Wow. So it's negative, it's negative four weeks in service. Can I ask you a question before you go on? Yeah. So you said October, October what? 18th? Yep.
1: So when, I'm just curious, when did you, you obviously didn't order like right away. So was this like a next day, just kind of casual order or what was your, I, well, I ordered it yesterday. Okay. So you sat on it for a while and yeah it, okay and you're yep. still only about yep. a month out it's not too bad
0: yep okay yeah i can live with that yeah so negative four weeks of ownership mm-hmm. it's actually costing me per week negative 465 dollars. so the way i think about it is apple is almost paying me at this point
1: <laughs> that's, that's this is why have enough i have this is why i love that.
0: this system so much because it just makes so much sense oh yeah you Thank go. you
1: for putting that into perspective for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that was the Apple
2: event. Have you directed Apple or Apple representatives to Canyon.blom slash save? I reckon they could really send some funds your way.
1: I feel like I need to get one of those new one of those new Mac Pros, because if I order it now and it doesn't deliver for a couple of weeks, they're gonna be paying me like ten grand a day or something. <laughs>
0: That's what it sounds like. You can there's always a loophole, you just have to oh, find it. I
1: love it. Cool. I have I have I have a a, a follow on to loopholes uh, later on in the show. So look out for that. Mm, okay. I guess the sentiment across the board was that it was quote unquote boring. But like, it's an iPhone. Every iPhone <laughs> event is incremental. What do you expect? Like, it does is that going to like come with like, I don't know something that, that is like an anti gravity machine? Like, what do you want? I, it's a phone. I, I expect
0: blow away performance.
1: It has that that was my Tim Cook attempt every single year it's the, it's it's like crazy performance but um i mm. thought the mother nature thing was actually really fun i i i, I think it. it was met much better than here's a slide with like some numbers and like we're going to talk about you know green this green that i thought it was more fun to do it as a sketch and, and like I try to ignore as much as possible anyway. talking about this stuff on the internet while it's happening because it's just annoying and horrible mm. mm-hmm. but it kind of seemed like there was this thing like oh it's it's like like they're doing it bad it's like that was the point like it was supposed to be like they were kind of taking a dig at themselves because I think they they understand that no one else really well I shouldn't say no one else most companies don't talk about this or give this much kind of airtime in a major event to this kind of stuff so they kind of acknowledge like we know we shove this down your throat every year so we're we're acknowledging that we're going to try to make it fun-ish this year so i don't know i thought it was pretty good
2: and on top of that sorry mother nature said in the sketch this is like the fifth corporate social responsibility meeting i've been to this morning yeah. so they were taking the piss yeah yeah for sure and they were delivering sustainable messages mm-hmm. in an accessible yes. way so i, agree so
0: with I think you. i think it was fun hmm. So over to you, Chevron. Look forward to seeing your Mother Nature skit next year. (laughs) Brought to you by Shell Oil.
2: Let's review a desk. This one's been in our queue for a while. Okay. Yes.
1: Hold on. It's freeform, so I can zoom way in and get a nice crisp picture.
2: And we better get through it quickly before we're out of time.
1: Oh, good call. Hint, hint. Does anybody already know what desk it is? Mm. Ooh, I bet the person who submitted it does. Um, should we have Andrew go first so they can cancel their subscription right away? Or do we want to make them wait for that?
2: Let's go alphabetically. Andrew, Jason, Martin. Okay. How about that, that? seems fair. Okay. Yeah.
0: So let me just, dis- should we, should we, dis- we should discuss. All right, this. your time's up, Andrew. Jason, what do you want to say? <laughs> that was excellent.
1: I told you we're out of time. Out of time. Maybe we should go back in time
0: and give Andrew some more time. All right. So can I name whose desk this is? Sure.
2: Yeah, that would help.
0: Probably be good. Rob's. Good friend Rob, who remember you might remember, wrote a, an excessive blog post as he went back through time listening to all our back catalogue. So he, he used the DeLorean. The reason we're mentioning all these Back to the Future jokes is that he has a license plate that says Out of Time from Back to the Future Movies. He's got a Marty McFly poster on the wall. I don't see any other references to that movies, those movies, but it could be there. What I am seeing, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. I'm seeing a lot of stuff that needs dusting. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of work just to maintain this. A lot of little figurines, little Lego Lego heads, lots of activity going on here. A little hanging board with lots of plants, including Groot. Just a lot of stuff. You know, books figurines, gaming controllers. Rob, you need to find an interest and focus in on it. <laughs> You've just got too much going on, my friend. Like, who are you? What do you enjoy? Because I can't get a read on this. You, you profess that you like technology, you write a blog. Okay, cool. You've got some computers there. We also know that you record podcasts. You make that cool one about that driving movie, Fast and Furious. I think it is. Too fast, too furious. I don't know. That
2: driving movie.
0: I think that's actually yeah.
1: the tagline for that show is that cool podcast about that driving movie.
0: Okay. So I think. okay. I feel
2: like Andrew was Tokyo drifting off course right there.
0: A little bit. So he obviously really likes those movies. Would you know that looking at this desk? So, Rob, you've got all these little things here, but there's no Tokyo drift. There's no. There's no Vin Diesel. There's no family sort of stuff here. What's going on? What do you really enjoy? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> the only thing I say you might have is you may have. Is Jason moving the photo? It's gone oh. crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs> gone crazy on the screen. I thought freeform, I thought we had our own individual viewports, but Jason is going mad. <laughs> that mouse mat thing might be a Tokyo Drift reference because it looks kind of Japanese, yakuza <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe that's it. The desk is just a slab of wood. Like, is that a desk? What is holding up? Look down at the bottom. There's like, it's like he's built his own desk, but hasn't quite finished it. He's just propped it up on some drawers or something. <laughs> so Rob, I like your efforts, but so this could be an occupational health and safety issue there. If that desk is to fall on you, everything would break. All your Lego figurines would break and your knees would be broken. So <laughs> think about that. I like that you have your elevated laptop on a riser. That's good. I still don't like that open soft drink can. And if that is an energy drink, Rob, I'm sorry, get rid of it. It's unhealthy and not good for you. (laughs) Health advice. Right. Martin, over to you. Or is it Jason? Uh, What's the alphabet? Jason.
1: I think it's me. I think think the alphabet still would have me going second. Um, So... Where where whew, where do I even where do I even dive in here? So you mentioned the desk. I guess I'll start there. It's at the bottom. I actually think the desk is fine. It it seems like it's sitting on potentially like a gaming PC. Is the right leg of the desk? I think which is is interesting. I'm not sure, but it kind of looks like that. There's the big uh, the big headphones like you have. I think they maybe are the same ones. I don't know. Because I think those came up at some point and you got offended because somebody said something about them. So there's that. <laughs> Audio, tech, Audio Technica 50X. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. That's the one. Something like that. There's like a million gaming controllers, but there's no consoles. I can't understand where the actual consoles are. So that's confusing. He just
2: hangs them like Christmas decorations. (laughs) They're just dotted around. (laughs) And you can see like his take on mistletoe hanging on the wall as well. Oh,
1: okay. Yep. That makes sense. I got it. I'm very confused by, I think this is one of those artifacts of, I'm assuming this is like a 0.5 wide angle uh, photo. So you know how things kind of get weird and warped when you do the Mm -hmm. wide angle. It's making the quote unquote external monitor look basically the same size as the laptop, which seems very weird to me because it would be like a 16 inch laptop with like a 16 inch display next to it. And it feels like it's a mile away from the edge of the desk. So I have to think (laughs) that's just like a weird warping of the, of the shot. I'm going to hope because otherwise I don't know how you could see that far desk mat. I love a desk mat. You can't go wrong there. A Lot of little things we talked about a lot of little things. I think I see, and I hope it's what I'm seeing here, is a like a tiny Raspberry Pi case that looks like an NES. I'm very excited about that if that's what that is. Where's is that? And I can't, I uh, dead center below the um, quote unquote big monitor.
2: I'm zooming in with the wrapped up cable on yes, top of it. Yes, yes, looks like.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It kind of looks like a little NES, but like long-wise. So like it would be like a Raspberry Pi, maybe? There's an EyeSight camera up there as a decoration, I think. Or maybe he's using it. I have several of those around my office, so good on you there. Plus three desk points for the EyeSight camera. I don't know how Andrew didn't mention anything about this this lamp that's like a weird bent piece of wire. It it makes me uncomfortable. I I couldn't tell you why. It just... I don't know. It's, it's an odd thing and I, I don't think I like it. So I I would probably put that somewhere else, some other room that needs to go
0: in. Do you remember? Sorry, can I just interrupt you? Yeah. You may know mm-hmm. back in, back in the olden days, old ladies used to sometimes take little hooks that they could take to a restaurant mm. and clip the hook onto the dinner table and then mm-hmm. hang their handbag from said hook during mm. dinner. Is that what this is? That's what that lamp looks like. It looks like you would hook it over your table and just hang your handbag.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: I hope Rob knows what I'm talking about. Do you have one of your briefcase, Andrew? (laughs) I don't, but I wish I did. That would actually be a fantastic idea.
1: We should get you one of those, like a really cool one with like a a big flower on it maybe and like some gold, some like real, just something really gaudy I think would be good. Yeah. yeah. You could just show up to the meeting, hook your briefcase right on the side of the board (laughs) table. (laughs) (laughs) i love that let's do that um take take a note so where was i um shelf up above looks to be the same wood as the desk so i i actually kind of like that i think that's pretty cool like
2: and it has the third back to the future element that i think andrew missed Mm. sitting on it
1: the marty mcfly up there playing guitar oh yeah
2: yeah um, no no th- probably the most important thing in the entire back to the future story the thing that makes it possible was there a delorean no a flux capacitor where
1: where where are you see oh i thought that was an empty figurine box
2: okay pretty sure it's a flux capacitor in the case yeah i kind of see sure the little thing
1: the little y shape yeah yeah because it's got like the, ah, the, little, um, the kind of dimo dimo label. Dymo label warning. yeah 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 totally yeah i think you're right that yeah Nice. It. But I think what happened here was the desk didn't fit in the room. So he chopped off like a foot and a half on one side and said, boom, that's a shelf now. That's just good engineering right there. Um, And the last thing I would just say is there often in his podcast, he talks about how much he doesn't play games. Yet there is so many game controllers and PlayStation things and Nintendo Switch things. Like there's just game stuff everywhere. And I just wish that he... Had a little more time to play games. I feel bad about that. What else do we have here?
2: I think that was... I mean, he elevates his pens. Like, he's got no room for his pens.
1: True. There's a notebook. He had to throw the notebook in there to to make sure we knew he was a notebook guy.
0: Notebook guys.
1: Oh, there's a TV over there. Okay, maybe all the game stuff is to the left.
0: Whoa, jeez. That could be. Okay.
1: Overall, I, I don't really have too much of a problem here. Desk speakers. That's interesting. You don't see that a lot these days. Desk speakers. Do you?
2: That's how you know he's a serious gamer. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Is it? I'm just guessing.
1: Desk speakers. What's that white thing underneath the monitor? Little circle. I think his workplace has provided that as a means of occupancy testing to make sure that he doesn't leave his desk between the hours of 8 and 5 p.m. It's like
0: a train driver. you got to push the button every few seconds to prove that yeah. you're still awake. Yeah. It lights
1: up and you got to push it within like two seconds or else they dock your pay. Yeah. I think that's what how
0: are the numbers works. in Lost.
2: It's like that. 4, 8, 15, 16,
0: 23, 42. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> how did I know Martin would know that? I had a sense that you would be able to answer that.
2: I diligently entered the numbers in that old Mac OS 10 dashboard widget whenever the computer started screaming at me.
0: <laughs> this is like All the eighth time I
1: think that has come up and he's gotten it every time. <laughs> Pretty sure. All right, yeah. Martin, Push the button. Push you, the button. What do you got for this? Oh, also no chair. People tend to remove chairs and that, I wish they would leave the chairs because I'm always curious what their chair situation is.
2: Yeah, I mean, you covered pretty much everything, I think. He's obviously a Deadpool fan. He elevates his stationery. He's into succulents, assuming that those are real plants. They are not. Mm -hmm. Those
1: are Ikea plants. (laughs) Ikea plants. I'm going to call it out right now. Those are all fake plants, and they're all Ikea plants.
2: Yeah, we've got
0: some of those plants at work.
2: I think, despite what Andrew said about the whole dusting issue, I feel like Rob is probably a diligent duster. Because at least for this photo, everything's very orderly and the attention paid to the cables hanging nicely wrapped up from the wall. You do you, Rob. I'm impressed that you're obviously keeping this so clean. I think what I'd like a bit more detail about, maybe he has mentioned this somewhere, but I don't know if it's a greeting card that just has this on the front, but he appears to be running his own eye tests on the wall with a flipped like kind of eye test for people who can't see this or want to look at the show notes or the artwork to see what we're talking about. It's like when the letters get smaller and smaller. And I think he's kind of doing this for himself in his own study, but tilting his head to the side.
1: Can I give you what I think might be happening here? Sure. What? I believe every morning when he enters this room, he does this eye test to purposefully be able to train his eyes to see little tiny fonts because that monitor is so far away if he doesn't constantly yes. train his eyes to see tiny, <laughs> tiny fonts, the monitor will become useless.
0: Martin, I'm sorry to butt in on your commentary there, but you just raised the issue of the cables. One of those cables, why is the cable Batman?
2: Yeah, it looks like there's a cape.
0: Yeah, the one on the far right.
2: I'm cable.
1: <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's a Batman cable. You don't know. There's the Bat phone. It's the Bat cable. How do you connect the Bat phone to the wall? You got to use the Bat cable. It's
2: like when you see Val Kilmer in Batman Forever having his little utility belt or shooting stuff like that cable. That's what it is. It's just, yeah, he swings with it. It's like
1: a backup one. In case something happens to to your cable, you got a backup cable. And how do you know it belongs to you unless it has a little cape on it? I think everything (laughs) Batman owns has a tiny cape on it probably. (laughs) I like to think that anyway.
2: His knife and fork have tiny
1: capes. Cape. Yep. His socks have capes, <laughs> cape. like little yep. Off the back, you know, fluttering so curtains. So when he's running, they just kind yep. of flap behind him. <laughs> even, his, even his cape has a cape. His cape has tiny capes on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Thank huh. you, Rob, with two Bs. Is that something signed next
2: to the out-of-time number plate? So I know we're about to move on, but it's like- Signed. Is hmm. it like the Beatles with signatures on it or something? It's probably not the Beatles, but you can see it kind of oh, has yeah, like yeah. four figures in black. With does look like the beat? Does look like the Beatles, or is it
0: is it the Matrix?
2: We'll leave that for him to answer. Mm. I think we've covered the disc.
0: Duh, he's going to have to chime in on that one. Oh, he also Rob, just behind your headphones, it looks like you may have a baking dish. You're probably your cake is done.
1: Mm. Oh, tiny! Uh, oh, well, it is. Like I said, if that's a gaming PC, I bet he can cook cakes C- on top of it. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Get an hour of gaming in. When you're done, you've got a cake. Yeah, go ahead with your quitting the internet.
0: Where am I quitting the
1: internet? Where's that? Um, the I-
2: I've deactivated my LinkedIn profile.
1: Oh, my
0: Canyon yeah, top blog. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: This way, freeform is so great because I can just clip that, chuck it in there, and we're good to go.
0: It's brilliant. Yes, the final countdown hurdle in, oh. in my destruction of social like social media sucks let's all face it and it's been <laughs> sucking more and more for some time and so i'd gotten rid of facebook who knows how long ago i got rid of reddit when they did the whole api charging thing and i couldn't use what's the app called i've already forgotten the good one apollo apollo yeah i couldn't use apollo so now reddit's dead to me Twitter, well, that's dead to me because it's not even Twitter anymore. So that's gone. Instagram is like, I couldn't deal with the ads and the garbage, gone. And the tracking, didn't like the tracking, gone. Much rather just use Flickr or something like that. The last domino standing was that corporate necessity, LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And the other day I had a little moment and I was like, has LinkedIn ever actually helped? Has it ever delivered me a job? Has it ever helped really improve my business networking? <laughs> the answer was no. It was, just, it was just a complete virtue signaling piece of cesspool of garbage. And I deactivated my LinkedIn profile, deleted the app, and I haven't looked back. It has helped my mental health, getting rid of all this stuff, it's given me time back in the day. It's making me feel better. I'm actually, at the same time, I've been following less news and politics as well, just to try and also purge some external influences from my life. And it's really good. So now the only thing I've still got going, if you want to call it social media, is micro.blog, which is more just a series of websites. And people, you know, it's not really social media. It's got no ads. And Mona, which is Mastodon, which I just occasionally scroll through, but with no compulsion. And it also has no ads and no monetization. And so it's just sometimes if you feel like you're interested in that. And it's just been, it's just brought fun back to the internet. There's not so much performance side of things. It's not like people playing for likes and clicks. It's not trying to sell stuff. And it's just lovely. So I just want to say, to anybody who's on the fence about social media, just try getting rid of it for a while and seeing how you go. The first couple of days, you might be like sort of habit habit clicking, looking for an app to just doom scroll through. But get past that, and life is good. That's what I've got to say about that. I think you
2: missed the obvious answer, which was, you didn't subscribe to LinkedIn Premium, did you? That's where you get the results. Oh.
0: They did there try and is. sell me on that a few times, actually. <laughs> really? I'm surprised that they would try to push that.
1: If yeah. on your Windows P- PC you hit Shift-Control-Windows-L. Yes. It just yes. launches LinkedIn for you. It's built right in.
0: Incredible.
1: What are you going to do with that shortcut now? Synergy. Jeez.
0: No, so I guess I'm not the business guy anymore. If I've gotten rid of LinkedIn, who am I, really? Hmm. You no, know, you got your spreadsheet. Sounds, That's wisely. Sounds like one. you're
1: probably pretty. Yeah, how many how, how many dollars per week, and you can call it right out. I think you're probably okay. <laughs> hmm. so good. I'm glad you got rid of things that made you not happy.
0: That sounds like a win. I just think people we keep onto this stuff out of FOMO and compulsion and like, oh, you kind of like, oh, you have to have a LinkedIn profile. You freaking don't. Just get rid of it. <laughs>
2: So, Andrew, would it be helpful to you if I took screenshots of what I see on LinkedIn and posted on Mastodon tagging you and I don't include alt text? Would that be good? You're going to get in
0: trouble with so many people if you do that, especially the alt like text given... thing. I'll say it was your really idea.
2: helpful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do not want to see what people have done to uh, bring together the organization to strategize and, you know, create. You, you said-
1: you said deactivate. That makes me think your account still exists.
0: Yeah, well, tried deleting it. It's like, how do you do that? So mm. I went with the deactivation and I was like, oh, I'll get around to deleting it later. Probably a mistake. But it was also like there was still a slight, because i would had a LinkedIn profile forever, there was still a tiny bit of fear of like, what if I do need this? So I went the deactivation. And if I ever get around to, my worry is that to delete it, I'll have to log back in again. And so, uh, I don't know. So it's deactivated. I assume that means nobody can really see me, but how true that is, who knows? No idea. You know what happens the moment you log back and it'll be like, oh, hi, Andrew, would you
2: like to write a post telling everyone about how you're back and notify all of your connections? <laughs> it's like, no. So at the moment you add a skill and it's like, would you like to tell everyone that you tried origami? There's probably a
1: <laughs> sabbatical <laughs> template that pops up. Well, good. I'm happy that you're happy. Congratulations.
0: Yes. No, it's good. You guys should do it too. Actually, Martin, you probably can't. We'll make it Make it ch- change your account and become fart and meld. That would be really helpful. Thank you, Andrew. I think
1: that would really advance your um, career and paycheck, probably.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put spoonerisms in my LinkedIn skills. Has
1: anybody
0: ever said that before to you? Fart and melt? That's great. Fart and melt. What, what do you think? <laughs> do you,
1: do you not do think, you think he's think? gotten
0: that for the last, in his entire life?
1: He's easily gotten the that. The only person
2: who ever called me that was my sister, who has been on this very show.
0: Oh, okay, you go. That's good. Oh, and you're a basin jerk. This is great.
2: I'm pretty sure. Didn't we say basin jerk? Probably. He'd he'd do that all the time. Surely. That's that actually literally has never happened. Other than wow. you. That's way better than fart and it's melt. It's actually basin pretty good. Jerk. Mine
0: sucks, but yours is really good. I, what would I be? I'd be I'd be, ca- kindred ca- onion. Ca- can-
1: <laughs> yeah, that's crap. But you're too boring to even make fun of. That's <laughs> that's the ca- that's even worse though because then you feel bad that people don't even pick on you. Whatever you say, basin. I don't think you all have this, but I wanted to bring it up anyway. Redbox no. is a—it's like a little kiosk thingy that you would find like at a, at various <gasps> shops, and you can pick out movies, and you get like a Blu-ray, and you can like watch it for however long. I just re—I'm very late to the game here. I just started this Redbox thing. And I'm very confused by it for, um, let me tell you how this goes and you can tell me what you think of this. So you go up to the little kiosk. It's got generally like the newest movies that are on Blu-ray. Great. Okay. You pick a movie and then you, their thing is like you basically rent it for like a night and then you just go chuck it back in the thing the next day. So to rent a Blu-ray for one night, usually it's about two to three dollars hmm. That's pretty good. But you can buy the movies as well. The same exact one that comes out of the machine. You can just say I'd rather buy it. And almost always to buy it. It's like three ninety nine. <laughs> and like the first time I saw it, I was like, that has to be a mistake. So I bought it because like I either buy it or I got to go take it back. No, it's just like, that's the thing. You buy the Blu-ray for four bucks. And I don't understand how this is like <laughs> a system that works at all for anyone. Because where else are you going to get a Blu-ray for four bucks? I don't understand. Like we said earlier, you've got to find the loophole. And this is, this this is my, my another loophole. One. I go around to red boxes now and I just buy Blu-rays for $4, rip them, put them into my Plex library, and it's all good. So you'll notice that in the Plex channel, I will be adding a lot of movies going forward because this is my new system. Was
2: that movie John Wick Chapter 4?
1: I just added that today.
2: I saw that.
0: I had been noticing that.
1: John Wick 4, $4. Toy Story 4, $4. Coco, $4. (laughs) What the hell? And now here's the next thing I'm going to do. I'll have all these Blu-rays now that I, what the hell do I need them for? I ripped them all. I'm gonna start putting them in packages that go out to people that join One Prime Plus. So now you're gonna get stickers and like probably a random Blu-ray. <laughs> so everybody wins. That Blu-rays
0: region protected like DVDs used to be.
1: Um, I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah, I probably.
0: I, I mean, yeah, there used to be like the region one through six mm. or
1: whatever. I don't know if Blu-rays are. I don't recall seeing regions on them, but maybe.
0: I remember seeing one of those red box. Vending machines when I was in the US. And I think we do have them here. They're not Red Box, but I think I've seen them in shopping centers.
1: Yeah, some other kind of like the same thing, but it's probably yeah. called something else. Yeah. Which was, it's extra confusing because I always assumed that it was like a Netflix thing because mm. Netflix is red. They do DVDs or used to, and the box, it was called Red Box. Like, yep. Seemed like it would be the same one. No. Completely different thing. So, and then they also have streaming apparently but i'm off streaming now i hate streaming i'm not i'm not renting anything from streaming ever again i'm only getting media and keeping a copy of it uh that's maybe for another show but yeah it's like you look at the pricing it's like rent it three dollars just straight up have the blu-ray four dollars or stream it twenty (laughs) dollars what the hell are you doing this doesn't make any sense anyway if you have a red box around you and you want to load up your uh, Plex library, go for it. And you can just buy them and just
0: have them. It's very weird. I don't understand the business model. I don't either. But I've got a stack of Blu-rays now. Just a fun fact. I've never used a Blu-ray. Really? Truly. Yeah,
1: I have I have no Blu-ray. Play- well, I have the the drive that I use to rip them, but I don't have anything in the house that could actually play one.
0: The first time I got a Blu-ray player, was I think I bought an Xbox. I think that's a Blu-ray player. I think so. Yeah. But I've
2: never tried it. Same as me. And the only Blu ray that I've ever bought and still haven't put into it is Metropolis. Oh. So, yeah. yeah.
1: You should rip it and put it on your Plex.
2: Wow. That'll be good. And then I can post about it so you can see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you brought up One Prime Plus, Jason. Yes. So, listeners, keep an eye out for a Hemisfeldic news before the end of the month. Uh, there'll also be new audio content. And quick shout out to our newest One Prime Plus member through Supercast. Jared B. Jared B. Thank you for joining One Prime Plus.
1: Jared, I don't think you've sent an address yet. I don't believe. If you would like stickers and probably a random Blu-ray at this point, <laughs> what other podcasts are you joining and getting random Blu-rays from a red box? Mm. That just that's just value right there.
2: That's really been the missing piece of the whole membership. I think scale. we
1: just solved podcasting right there. Like all this value for value, no, screw that. Random Blu-rays showing up at your house. That is the new model for the new era of podcasting.
0: Barrett J, thank you for your service.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> OnePlimePross.com <laughs> It's in vein.
1: And three. Two. <laughs> I think we're I think we're done. I think that is officially we're done because it's 30
0: degrees right. and it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dying. Are you ready? I'm, I'm, my son just came in here and he's he's just farted in my study. Oh,
1: my gosh. And three, two, one, stop.